0: Time now for sports On 104.7 The Cave Here's Ned Reynolds <laughs> Mike the intern Ned Reynolds back in the studio I pulled up my bracket before we even started doing this thing And we just started talking about uh, What's going on in the tournament And then we just got into this huge discussion about well, Who I have going all the way And uh, I was like What are we doing? We need to be reco- we need to be doing our thing So now we are And let's start off with a uh, big congratulations K-State Wildcats going into overtime, but uh, they definitely handled a tough, tough Michigan State team.
1: They handled a veteran Michigan State team under a great coach, Tom Izzo. It, his team has flown under radar in the Big Ten all season long, and look what they did. Came out. K State was the better team. Kansas State should have won and did at Madison Square Garden last night. Don't sell Florida Atlantic short. Sure, they're a very, very. This, their win last night was their 34th of the year. 34 wins. They're playing in Conference USA. No, it's not the Southeastern Conference or the Big 12 or even the Big Ten, but it's a pretty good league nonetheless. And Florida Atlantic has 34 wins in basically that competition. I think they may be. I have to go back and check the records, but they may be undefeated in their conference still. Nonetheless, that's who K-State will play in the championship tomorrow that the winner goes to the Final Four. The other one... Oh, my goodness sake. We had a great doubleheader in Las Vegas. Arkansas was not part of it. <laughs> they mailed their game in. They lost it in the first half. Arkansas fell way far behind Connecticut. I don't think that was a true Arkansas team that we saw. Maybe the not the one that Maybe the to get up there and stand on the scorer's table again and take his shirt off. Maybe that would have inspired him. Who knows? But they didn't play very well at all, and Connecticut gets to the championship of the Sweet 16 round. And they will play Gonzaga. The Gonzaga-UCLA game was one of the best I've seen. UCLA had a 13-point lead over the Zags and gave it away in the second half. Gonzaga is really, really good. Gonzaga wins that game by three points. So there is your one half of the bracket right there. And the winners, when they play tomorrow, go to the Final Four.
0: So I had K-State. I had K-State facing Tennessee, but Tennessee got blew out. Um... I picked UConn to win and Gonzaga to win, so that's good, um, but uh, what we were getting at was I've picked Alabama to win the whole thing, but I think it is going to be Alabama-Houston, and you ask the question, do you bet against a team that could possibly be playing that championship game at home? You say no.
1: Well, let me put it to you this way. I think Alabama wins it too, but I'm not sure they're going to play Houston. Keep in mind. Those teams traded spots at number one in America all throughout the season. It's either Alabama or Houston. Back and forth, back and forth. Of the two teams, I really feel Alabama's best, but they still have to get there.
0: Yep, and so does Houston, Ned. All right, well, um, we speaking of which, and Houston, I think that Houston-Miami game tonight should be a
1: damn good oh, it one. It will be. Miami's no slouch. They can play the game. Jim Larinaga is their coach. He has been down there for about six or seven years, and prior to that, he was at uh, Virginia Commonwealth and George Mason and some of the smaller schools. And he had them as very good teams as well. So it'll be it'll be a solid game. Um, and then of course Alabama's playing tonight as well.
0: Xavier, Texas—that should be a dandy
1: too. Well, they all should be. It's it's um, Houston and Miami, Texas and Xavier. And that's at the T-Mobile Center in Kansas City is where they're playing. And then at the Yum Center in Louisville, if they don't get mesmerized by their surroundings, which is just great. It's the best arena I've been in. My God, it's, it is super. 22,000 people and all these clubs that you go to. That's beside the point. Alabama plays San Diego State. Alabama should win. And then, in I'm really fascinated by the matchup here, is Creighton against Princeton. These are two really – both are great academic institutions. Princeton may be the best in the world, although Harvard and Yale will argue about that. But nonetheless, the Princeton Tigers are there. They took apart Missouri last Saturday. Uh, They'll give Creighton a pretty good battle.
0: Um, You know, it's funny. Every time you bring up the Yum Arena, you get this glazed look in your eye. It's like you fell in love with some girl named Jack Daniels there. All right. All (laughs) right. We might as well just keep talking about the NCAA tournament, so uh, a little bit of history on this date in regards to what's happening right now.
1: 67 years ago tonight, the NCAA National Championship was won by the uh, San Francisco University Dons. It was the second straight they'd won it the year before, beat Bradley, and on this particular occasion, I beg your pardon, they beat LaSalle the first time, and on this particular occasion, they defeated Iowa at the Northwestern University Gymnasium. That's where they played the NCAA back then. And who was their leading scorer? A guy by the name of Bill Russell. The very same Bill Russell who was a star, well, all, all everything with the Boston Celtics and later their their first coach. Uh, by first coach, he was the first player to be named as a coach on that ball club and did such a great job at yeah, that was 67 years ago tonight.
0: You were at KY3 when that happened, weren't you? Oh, I was still in school. You are still in school? Oh, yeah.
1: Just a little wee baby. <laughs>
0: so, um, tournament game scores in last night's games. Let's go through that.
1: Yeah, we just went through the winners in the earlier segment. It was Kansas State 98, Michigan State 93 in overtime, and it was a wonderful basketball game. And I'm not being biased when I say this. The better team did win. K-State really had a great game. So did Michigan State. Florida Atlantic and Tennessee, and yes, the better team won this one too. The Florida Atlantic Owls out of Conference USA defeated Tennessee 62-55. Then you went out west and this was not a very good game. Arkansas did not show up in the first half and that's when Connecticut put them away. Connecticut won the game 88 to 65 over the Razorbacks. But then in what was a tremendous battle between two teams who have played each other, they don't they're not in the same conference, but they do play each other during the regular season, Gonzaga and UCLA storied programs. Gonzaga won it on a three-point shot down the stretch, 79-76 over UCLA, which had a 13-point lead and let it get away.
0: Been crazy. Another crazy round of games today, tomorrow. It's fun, man. It's been a great tournament. Every year it is, but uh, it's just as it things when we're in the middle of it. It's like, God, this is the best one ever. And then <laughs> next year, guess what I'll say? This is the best one ever. I uh, got a little bit of news yesterday that uh, Waino might not be starting for the Cardinals on the opener next week. Well, not,
1: not might. He won't be. He is going to be going to the sidelines, not just for the opener, but for a couple of weeks. Wainwright was working out with the World Baseball Classic team that he wasn't doing any baseball. He was in the weight room and he sustained a groin injury which leads me to believe Mike and this is just a guess that he may have been deadlifting and you know that puts a lot of strain on the uh, on the midsection. That's what it's supposed to do. But Wayno has strained his groin and it looks like it's a fairly serious strain so he's going to be out for a couple of weeks. He will not be the Cardinals starter. He had a pretty good World Baseball Classic, not great but pretty good. But nonetheless, 41 years old, and hey, these injuries are going to crop up when you're in that particular age category. So Wainwright will not be the starter and probably on the sidelines for, I'm going to guess, about three or four weeks.
0: A uh, former
1: Mizzou Tigers got a new basketball coaching job. Where's he landing at? He is going to Providence to replace Ed Cooley, who left to go to Georgetown. And the new guy is Kim English, who was a great star up at Mizzou about, oh, maybe 10, 15 years ago. He's been coaching at George Mason in Virginia. But oddly enough, Mike, Mr. English was here in Springfield oh back in early December when the Missouri Sports Hall of Fame had its basketball luncheon. He was the featured guest and an inductee. And who would know that he'd be taking over a team in the Big East Conference, the Providence Friars, uh, this year. He'll do a good job. Kim English is very astute. He's only 34 years old. And he will do a very, very good job in the coaching, which he already has. That's obviously they're not taking somebody who hasn't had a little bit of experience here, and certainly English has.
0: Kind of makes me feel like, uh, what have I been doing with my life? He's younger than me and (laughs) coaching a pretty big team now. Congratulations to him, Ned. I'll see you Monday.